Hey, Shiki. What do you think of Cat Williams and everything he says about Steve Harvey, about Ludacris, about... Who else did he talk about? He talked about... First of all, I want to let you know. Cat Williams, you tell the truth. You are respect from Shiki and you are a good comedian, but you know you are not in chic class. If you want to talk about the chic, chic suplex you, put you in a camel clutch, break your back, fuck your ass, and then I'll make you to be humble. But you say very good things. You said it perfect. Steve Harvey, you are no good son of a bitch. Can you steal the more curry joke? You are punk piece of low life shit. You are very, very fucking piece of shit. Okay. You and your, your lucky fucking Cedric Enderton. You are a bunch of fucking joke teeth. You are the fucking joke. Okay, you want to steal from the mercury. You want to steal from real comedian. You are fucking nobody. You think you are in the chic class. Chic see you. He suplex you. Put you in a camel clutch. Break your back. Fuck your ass. And then I'll make you to be humble. I, uh, I, those are all Sheik's words. I have much love for all these comics, but, uh, that Cat Williams boy. What do you mean you have a love for the comic? I'm you a, have a love for the fucking thief? I have no, 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 not for the thief. Please. Fucking, fucking, uh, Steve Harvey, fucking thief. He is still the joke. He's still the fuck. Can be shit motherfucker. Can he lock Cedric? Can he suck Steve Harvey dick oh. and suck the Steve Harvey ass? And he kissed the ass to get to steal a fucking joke from the Mark Curry. Mark. You think that is a respect? It's not. It's no. That's no respect, Shiki. I'm just saying I like them as when they were, you know, entertaining in Family Feud. Steve Harvey is great on Family Feud. Steve Harvey, I beat the fuck out of you with the one of my little finger. I come on your show, I smack the shit out of you like a fucking your my 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 good friend Rocky Moivia. I beat the fuck out of you. Oh man! All right, Shiki, adding to the spice that Cat Williams started. Welcome to Legend of Wrestling podcast, and we are on episode nine nine. Weeks we've been entertaining you. We've been getting suplexed by the Sheik right here. Uh, we got some good things coming, and that's a tease. And that is not a prediction. 
but it's a spoiler. So stay tuned for that. Uh, big things coming with Legend of Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, co-host, Pejdomaniac. You got Weapon X MC uh, who goes through metamorphosis sometimes and comes out as Shiki Baby. He's the real champion. You better know it or he will suplex you. Fucking cheap motherfucker. I'll tell you, give me German beer. You give me the smart water. You're not smart. You're stupid, son of a bitch. Damn it, Sheik. I'm sorry. I'm a straight edge like CM Punk. And you don't know this, but I keep telling you, I don't drink the beer and the ginger beer. You want this? Fuck the straight edge and fuck the CM Punk. <laughs> CM Punk. He's got... He's got, <laughs> he's very, uh, Punk versus Sheik would have been a dream match. And now uh, we have to just hear it through Sheik's uh, reincarnation through uh, Weapon XMC. I'm uh, not responsible for what I say when I'm possessed. Yeah, he's possessed. He's not possessed. He's blessed by the Sheik. Uh, so, um, but yeah, man, get your own beer next time. Uh, we got our roommate out there. You can grab one from him. Uh, the bottom line is, though, uh, the theory has it that uh, Austin is uh, he oh, got lucky. He got guy. lucky. He got lucky. Yeah, Carmelo Hayes, Austin Theory, major accident in on SmackDown, uh, and that's just one of the big news that came out of SmackDown. Um, so let's talk about it, man. That was a uh, let me talk to you. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Tell us, tell us, LA. What do you think of that spot? It was clearly the ref hit the X. To, to end the match, uh, we saw the replay. Uh, if you haven't seen the replay, go ahead and check it out. And, of course, subscribe to this podcast or he will find you and you will be super. Austin Theory thought he could get fancy trying to pull off a Spanish fly. No, no. No, no. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. No. What did happen? That's just a fact of life. And what did happen, L.A.? What happened is Austin Theory. And I know it's not funny, but um, I know I give Austin Theory a lot, a lot of flack but yeah um apparently they were about to uh get close to the uh, close of the match i believe mm-hmm. and austin theory attempted a uh it looks like what would have been a spanish fly mm-hmm. and um he didn't rotate correctly so him and carmelo hayes took a really bad spill to the mat from the top rope yeah both of them had really bad landings on their head and neck yeah it's quite possible both of them might have been concussed. I didn't follow up on it. But Carmelo looked like he was. Yeah. Um, yeah Austin took the worst of it. Though. Yeah, he we, did. You saw that when we played it in uh, slow-mo. Right, we did, yeah. Oh, man. Um, and even Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller. Yeah. Well, he felt the effect of that one. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, he switched out of character real fast. When yeah, he... no, he was looking like he was genuinely afraid. Like, he was trying to stay in character. Yeah. But you could tell he kept looking back at Carmelo Hayes and yeah. Kraft. And, and rightfully so. I mean. I give a lot of these um, wrestlers flack um, on the show yeah. because I mess around. I mean, that's what we do. We right. combine comedy with uh, the uh, wonderful world of wrestling yep. or some people call it um, sports entertainment. Yeah. In this case, we're talking about the WWE, so I guess that applies. But any, in any case, all jokes aside, um, I hope both of them are okay. Nobody, unless you're a really sick individual, really wishes that any particular person gets injured doing anything. Especially since, you know, this is uh, this is pro wrestling. We all want to see 
the athletes in great shape and in, um, you know, in, a, in you know being able to do what they do best every time that they get in the ring, which is entertain us and put on a great show. So yeah. Uh, Hopefully they're both okay. And this is the latest scoop on that injury, that that botched move, um, the attempted Spanish fly. WWE has updated on Austin Theory and Carmelo Hayes. WWE has issued a statement. This is from uh, cscoops.com. And it says, uh, and, and I quote, WWE has issued a statement to update fans about the situation following the sudden match conclusion on SmackDown. Both wrestlers sustained a face contusion. It seems that the only damage they sustained. So both Mello and Theory will be okay. So thank God it's not a concussion as we thought. But face contusions can uh, cause some damage to the brain. Um, but now we just get that. That was just uh, updated right now. So uh, w- it's still the best case scenario. It is. WWE has tweeted this, so we know that, uh, that they will be okay. Um, and Waller can can be, go back to being. The Waller effect. So, um, <laughs> but Bryson Waller, yeah, your your mate's gonna be okay. Now yeah. you can go on a walkabout and hot kangaroos. Also, also, does is it just me or is Theory just being the new John Cena prototype? Like he's like his shorts even are similar style to what original John Cena was wearing. I don't know what it is with Theory, and that's why I give him a lot of flack because. Honestly, I think by now, Theory would have developed more of his character yeah. coming to his own. Yeah, It seems like he keeps finding reasons for WWE to push him further down the ladder. But somehow, they still have enough faith in this kid to keep putting him in positions where he has the spotlight. Right, right, right. So, I think they have a lot of faith in him. And, uh, I mean, they put him in there with Carmelo Hayes. Yeah. I know WWE is really high on Carmelo Hayes. Right. And Carmelo Hayes is a great performer. That's what they – I believe they're actually planning to push him up to the uh, the, um, the SmackDown roster or the Raw roster full-time. Um, I, I don't know if they've decided yet, but there have been plans. They've discussed it, putting him up on the uh, main roster full-time. So that just shows you what kind of uh, – what kind of faith they have in Carmelo and uh, how much yeah. they're still trying to put um, Austin Theory in situations where the kid can win. I just wish the kid would take more advantage of winning them. Or they got to do something. Creative's got to give this guy a more defined character. I agree. I agree. I agree with all that. Uh, and I think there's it's, it's WrestleMania season, right? We're going into Rumble here in a week or two. And we got a lot coming up and, and, and big things are changing, ever shifting. There's a lot of drama backstage, which we're going to get into now. Uh, the main event of WrestleMania night one or night two is still up in the air. Um, even though just two weeks ago at the end of 2023, uh, things seem to have been solidified. But since Monday Night Raw day one with the return of The Rock again, uh, he wanted to be the head of the table. So so that's thrown a wrench in in everything and Cody is not happy about it because he was promised uh his chance to uh win the world championship or the universal world championship undisputed. Um so now that's become a whole thing and then Cody is pissed off. They don't want Cody to leave and by they I mean Triple H. Um because they know where he would go. He would go to the company he started again. So what do we what do we think about it about that a the Cody angle on all this, and then Rock and Roman 
And then Roman's response to Cody uh, not being happy and that now it's going to be a fatal four-way and that there's rumors that he's going to lose the title before WrestleMania to then set up the feud with The Rock. So apparently it looks like it. we're getting Roman and Rock guaranteed at WrestleMania. Now, will it be Roman with as the title holder or will he have already lost it? If you ask me, I don't know. The 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 little boy in me, the WWE fan from childhood, still wants to see the loss happen at the big WrestleMania moment as opposed to anything before it with so much with so little time left. However, I also understand the politics in the back and and uh there's like four or five guys who are in contention, Randy being one of them, which is that's what they're teasing right now. The Royal Rumble is a fatal four-way. Randy, AJ, LA Knight and Roman for that. Um, and uh, the Sports Entertainer is our source for for all of these uh, rumors that have broken down uh, since SmackDown this past Friday. Um, so let's start with Cody. Cody's angle on this and what he wanted to accomplish by this WrestleMania 40. And now it looks like it's in jeopardy. Cody. Well, I can understand Cody's frustration. Because, listen, I mean, up until literally, like you said, day one or maybe the day before day one, um, WrestleMania plans were almost pretty much set in motion. Now you have three months to WrestleMania and everything's up in the air. It's not just putting people in different matches and so forth. It's literally like you have to actually reshuffle the buildup for not one but multiple matches. Right. As far as Cody's concerned, Listen, you're talking about a guy that ate it mm-hmm. last WrestleMania with the promise that this year's WrestleMania with the rematch would be a be excuse me, would be an even bigger pop mm-hmm. and a bigger moment for him. Mm-hmm. That's how they convinced him to to eat that loss in the first place. Yeah. And he's going in thinking that everything's all set. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden you enter January. And you tell the – well, I don't even think that they've uh, – I'm, I'm sure he's been notified at this point because he's been upset. But that's all they've reported but, um, up until this point. Yeah. He hasn't – there hasn't been any altercations involving Cody. But clearly, the man's upset. He should be because if someone tells you that we're going to set you up to where you can possibly win the title and then they tell you – at last year's WrestleMania, which should have been where the loss occurred in the first place, mm-hmm. Cody obtained the title mm-hmm. against Roman. To kick back, eat that loss because we got a bigger plan for you. Yeah. And you put faith in that plan and you trust the process. And then all of a sudden to have the uh, rug potentially pulled out from under you. Or the rock. Yeah. <laughs> for a guy which I have the utmost respect for. Yeah. But let's face it. He's not even a part-timer. This is a one-off. Yeah. And for a guy that literally was promised everything that have all that, excuse me, all those promises in jeopardy yeah. because of a one-off. Yeah. That would probably legitimately make me upset too if I was yeah. in Cody's position. So, I can't I cannot blame Cody for feeling the way that he feels. Yeah. And I think WWE also knows this, which is why these changes are occurring, because they know if they pull the trigger on this and Cody isn't involved in the main event this year, 
Cody might as well walk back right. to AEW, and yeah. they definitely don't want that. Right, because he's got him in a bigger pop now. So, yeah. uh, I think the the Fatal Four at Rumble that's scheduled right now with AJ, Randy, LA, and and uh, Roman and Roman. I think the the bottom line is don't drop the title at 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 Rumble because uh, depending on who wins the Rumble and uh, which it's right now between. CM Punk and Cody Rhodes. Uh, Cody would be a back-to-back winner if that happened. Uh, first time in a long time that we would have had that. Um, Punk is the other side of all of this, and I think uh, it's a natural uh, route there for him and Seth. So he's out of the picture as far as this is concerned. Yeah. Um, so he'll be going after Seth. They got their feud already um, off off the record and on the record. Um. Damian Sandow, my the guy who I've been marking out for this whole time to to to, <laughs> to, to cash in successfully eventually at WrestleMania. What you mean Damian Priest? Because you just said Damian Sandow. Did I say Damian Sandow? Yes. Well, bring Damian Sandow back too because he was amazing and he so he could waste the briefcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. <laughs> yeah. What if Damian Sandow interrupts Damian Priest's cash in? That would be that would be a whole thing. But no, let's not add more addendums to this already convoluted uh, story. But uh, Damian Priest cashing in at Mania. I think he's now with everything that's transpired. I'm starting to lean that he will add himself to the Seth Punk storyline. So uh, that's how he might steal that title um, and take it away from Seth and Punk, which then Punk and Seth can continue their program. And Damian has his program starting as the champion, as the WWE champion, or the world champion is what they call it. Anyway, um, I'd say that, by the way, guys, I'm on hell of drugs. Yes, I'm straight edge, but I messed up my back severely. Uh, Little inside scoop uh, behind the fourth wall. Uh, Not the walls of Jericho, though. But behind the fourth wall, uh, <laughs> I did get uh, camel clutched, and uh, my back has been handled by uh, <laughs> by uh, by the sheik. Um, and so now I'm dealing with uh, some steroids, some uh, painkillers, and uh, some muscle relaxers. Combination of all that, uh, I'm a little woozy, but uh, what we're going I want through. The with. public, I told you that camel clutch is real. Yeah, yeah, I'm. <laughs> I, I think I'm the first to be really humbled by it. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, so that's where my uh, if my eyes are heavy, uh, it's that's the reason. But we're going to push through, and the bottom line is this: I think uh, it could be, it should be Rock Roman Cody triple threat at Mania. What do you think of that? That just convolutes things for me, and I think it takes away from Cody's spotlight. I mean, that's just my opinion. That that's that's very well true. It could um, happen. And the thing is, at that point, you know, it's still going to be a foregone conclusion. You still give the title win to Cody. The unpredictability is still off the table. Yeah. The whole reason that the changes are taking place is because a they definitely don't want to do what probably would have happened in the McMahon era yeah, and say, screw Cody. And that's yeah. that. Yeah. I think that triple H is, um, aware in terms of booking and the promises that he's made to his talent to try and keep his roster, um, you know, the best possible roster yeah. in uh, the wrestling biz, as far as, um, 
you know, who's on it, as well as, you know, maintaining and uh, com- and then keeping talent happy. Because um, we know Tony Khan is waiting to poach stars. <laughs> um, it's true. I'm not that's a good, uh, that's a good tease with what's coming up after this. But yeah. Oh, God. Um, but the reality of it is that um, that's, that's the, even though I can see each and every superstar's perspective. Yeah. Roman's got a legit bone to pick mm-hmm. because Roman was promised a historic reign, which it is historic, but it kind of abruptly ends what was up to now pretty solid mm-hmm. booking yeah. and storytelling. And I'm sure that it had a proper finish yeah. up until the beginning of this year. And now you're kind of taking away from that. Yeah. It's not about how many days. I mean, Roman did have a, a nice run. Yep. Um, and I don't think if he made it to WrestleMania, he would have beat the next in line. Yeah. Hogan. The only way he would have done that is if he actually won at Mania, which quite frankly could have been up in the air as well. Maybe they would have planned that too, and uh, maybe Cody doesn't win. I don't know. They could have thrown a monkey wrench in that plan too, but that would have been like something – you know, to keep the um, unpredictability factor yeah. involved, the shock. But now, um, yeah, Roman's pretty upset because this long-term booking could, after years and years of, like, proper storytelling, mm-hmm. could be remembered for how it ended yeah. as, you know, kind of a disappointment. Yeah. Um. So, I, my and I said this before because we discussed the fact that The Rock, there was always the possibility The Rock would come back. I always said they should have waited till after WrestleMania. I said that the at, the Monday um, after, not well, the Monday after they could start a feud. But what's their pay per view that we usually follow? Is that it's backlash, backlash, backlash. Yeah, yeah, WrestleMania backlash. They well, call it. The they, backlash is. I mean, either way, the um, it, it probably is backlash. You're right, but the um, the pay per view title makes sense. Right, the, the backlash of what happens from WrestleMania. Yeah. Um. The Rock, in that scenario, if it would have happened, could have gotten involved at WrestleMania, and you know that would have been the backlash. They would have had their main event there. Cody would have had his moment against Roman, and um, Rock versus Roman could have happened at Backlash, which that pay per view tends to usually be lackluster anyway. Yeah. They could have used that head uh, that um, headliner match mm-hmm. and that attention. And it would have kept the unpredictability of the match. But right. they want to rush it. They want it's like they want to have their cake and eat it too. Yeah, yeah. So now everybody's pissed off. Yeah. Cody they're trying to make Cody happy now. Yeah. But now let's be real, even in this scenario, nobody really wins, no. in my opinion. Yeah. Because this is what happens. As the plans are right now, as it's rumored, of course, anything is possible to change in WWE, can and sometimes will. Mm-hmm. But as is rumored right now, this is what would happen. Yeah. Four-way match happens. The more likely scenario is that they would probably place Randy Orton as the winner because that would give him his tying 15-time reign mm-hmm. with 
Well, no, it would be fifteen. It's not tying because sixteen is the yeah. sixteen is John Cena yeah. and uh, Ric Flair. But yeah. it would take him one step closer. Yeah, and it would solidify his legendary status at the tail point of his career mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. retirement. Um, it would also give him one final WrestleMania moment. Yeah. Um, for him, maybe he slightly wins, but he could do without this win. His legacy, no pun intended would yeah not suffer right even no. if he didn't have this title no not at all but it, you know wrestlemania does benefit from having uh randy orton involved in any capacity you can guarantee that it's going to be a great match but then you look at the other players that are, that are involved in this yeah roman and um AJ? Uh, no, Roman and uh, uh, let's see. Okay, yeah, you're right. Let's uh, let's stick with that train of thought. So let's say Randy Orton wins. Yeah. Um, Roman now has to face The Rock at WrestleMania, and although there's a, now an unpredictability element because um, now you're guessing who is actually going to win since the title is not going to be on the line. Yeah. Um. They're going to be in a match, but they're gambling that because The Rock is involved and yeah. Roman's involved, that it's going to be a great match. They're definitely going to sell tickets. Yeah. But realistically, are we going to get a great match? Yeah. Because I've said this before, it's always nice to see The Rock, but the last time The Rock was in the ring, he injured himself. Yeah. I think he tore a pack. Yeah, he did. Is he really actually in ring shape? And can he get himself in ring shape in three months? And if he is in ring shape, can we get a quality match out of it? The one that we expect. Yeah. That's that's one dilemma. Yeah. Now you have Cody and Randy mm-hmm. as another match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Does that have the same main event implications as Cody versus Roman at a historic level? Right. Great match. Great com- great competitors. Legacy. Both of them have legacy together. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have history with legacy. Both of them are great performers. I'm sure the match would be actually do, do they bring Ted DiBiase Jr. in? But do they live up to the hype yeah. of what it would have been yeah. if it was the end of a building four plus year yeah. bloodline story. Right, right, right. That's that. There's a lot going on, yeah. There's a lot of reasons for people involved in this to really be upset. You think Paul Heyman can fix this problem? Like backstage Paul Heyman, not not on screen? Paul Heyman can attempt to, but I don't know how much sway he has in this um, new era. I'm right, sure yeah. that they respect his opinion. Yeah. But um, all decisions don't end with Triple H, unfortunately, right now. No, they don't. Um, I'm sure even Triple H right now is answering to other people because yeah. of this merger with uh, UFC. Right. So there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. Yep. And we don't know 
how the final dish is going to taste at WrestleMania. Yeah. With all the ingredients that they're attempting to mix up at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be it's what it is. What it has left the the WWE universe with is intrigue. Even though there's real drama backstage, uh, there is a lot of issues. Ironically, it doesn't involve CM Punk this time. It's involving all the other guys. Uh, oh, believe me, it would have been worse if they tried to interject The Rock with something that would involve CM Punk because CM Punk would have been pissed for the second time yes. that his spotlight was taken at WrestleMania by The Rock. <laughs> they're not touching that. No. They're, they're smart enough to know that that side of the, the raw side of things should not be touched yeah, right now. Yeah. It's already confusing enough that it is yeah. with um, Priest having the yeah. uh, briefcase yeah. and Seth. At least that, that, that feud is still there. They're still intrigued. Yeah. Leave that alone. Leave that, Leave alone. that alone. Leave that it's alone. already there. It's written on the wall. Yeah. Let it happen. I honestly am more excited for a Punk-Seth WrestleMania match. That's more exciting to me. Than him jumping on the Roman Reigns side, I think, I think that that real feud that Seth Rollins has gone on on the air to uh, off WWE television, just in interviews, saying that he has a lot of animosity for Punk, but he also has mentioned that uh, Seth has mentioned that he's got uh, a lot of things he he got in his early days in NXT was because of Punk, um, but he's also uh, very hurt that Punk. Uh, besmirched his name in that interview with Colt that he met, he brings up Colt Cabana as well. So there's real feud there. This is kind of like becoming a little bit of a Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart type of uh, mentality, although Bret and Shawn was way worse. It was a lot more uh, more uh, cutthroat and, and families got involved with that. Um, well, Roman is pissed. Roman is also pissed. He's actually had a confrontation with Triple H or a rumored alleged confrontation yeah, so. backstage regarding this. He definitely didn't agree to it. Yeah. He wasn't on board. Which Triple H is banking on him warming up to. I mean, does he really have a choice at this point? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. oh, wrestlers, when they're angry, they're angry. I mean, take no uh, – there are no shortage of examples in wrestling history where a wrestler decided they wanted to go into business for themselves and hold – Vince McMahon back yeah, then hostage. Right. Look no further than people like the Ultimate Warrior and oh, Jeff Jarrett. Ultimate and- Warrior. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's it, and then the thing is, we're just talking about the main event picture. Yeah. Right now, because of everything that's going on now, how does this affect like even the lower card? Right. Because after the. Um, after this four-way, what do you do with AJ? What do you do with LA Knight? How they tie in the storylines? Yeah. And, um, and I'm just gonna make a prediction right here. This is just a guess, but yeah. I'm just gonna say that it's going to be, um, it's gonna be CM Punk that wins the Rumble, and it's going to be. Cody that ends up winning something at Elimination Chamber. To get that number one. Yeah. Okay. Adding a little extra thing to his story, which, I mean, by now has had every possible obstacle thrown at him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see if you're right. 
that's just a prediction. That's not has nothing to do with the rumors. No, yeah, yeah. These yeah. are already transpiring things, but with the rumble around the corner, I'm gonna make that prediction. I'm gonna say that Punk wins the rumble. Punk wins the rumble. Okay. Punk wins the rumble. Cody wins elimination chamber. That sets up the two title matches. Uh, where's Rock fitting in the Roman Reigns side of the story? We shall see. Um, Don't be surprised to see an interference. Yes, there could He's be. A, done it before. Rock has interfered before. Yeah, he did it with um, Miz and John Cena. And Miz never lets us forget it. That's right. He doesn't. He doesn't because Miz. I beat John Cena at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that was um, yeah. There's a lot happening. Um, but one thing that we haven't talked about yet, um, and by the way, let us know what you think about the, the main events at WrestleMania, what, what matches make sense to you? How is rock going to be involved? This does rock win the title. I think that's far fetched. I don't think he will. I think rock will do the, do the honors for Cody. My opinion, Cody Roman, as I said earlier, Cody Roman and rock triple threat with Cody getting a lot of the shine, getting a lot of the spotlights. And I think rock is more than happy to do that and roman is ready to take a big break after he loses this title so uh it's the writing's on the wall so um trips has got his hand full yeah he does no matter what trips has got his hand now you gotta respect the father-in-law over there trips he had to deal with all this he had to deal with the ultimate warriors he didn't have to deal with that uh, well, actually, he did. <laughs> he dealt with the Ultimate Warrior no selling his pedigree. Yeah, I remember, I remember that situation. Yeah, Hunter Hersomsley, the original Hunter Hersomsley. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, he forgave him. I mean, they did put yeah, him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Hall of Fame. That's a whole other thing. The, I, I, I'm kind of polarized on the whole WWE Hall of Fame. I think it's a little bit of a gimmicky thing, if you ask me. There's some people who are in there. Uh, because they deserve to be in there and that they should be honored as such. But some of the other stuff is just like so picky and choosy. Like there's some wrestlers who haven't been in. Who you should. said it perfect. Um, excellent, excellent. Uh, uh, you said that Pippin don't belong in the Hall of Fame, but you know, all shit belongs yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Number one, first Iranian yes. to come America and win WWF champion. No Iranian ever do that. No. But Aaron Sheik get WWF world champion and the tag team champion with that chip son of a bitch, Nikola. Yeah, yeah. And you beat the Bob Backlund, who no one could beat. I beat that fucking howdy doody. I break his back. I made him to be humble. And without Aaron Sheik, no Hulkamania. No Hulkamania. Return his messages you never did. Now Sheik looks down in disappointment at Hulk Hogan. Hell yeah! <laughs> and uh, just like that, we're going to switch over to some Tony Khan tweets. Tony Khan, on the other side of the wrestling radar, which is AEW, uh, had an outburst against none other than the modern-day Maharaja. Jinder. Or what is it that The Rock called him? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's not besmirch him even more than Tony Khan had tried. Uh, but... Well, yeah, I did that before Tony Khan last week. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, the Megan brothers uh, took notice of that as well. They and... do. There you go. A little bit of a little bit of a tease there. I see what you did there. Uh, yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Um... Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
AEW president Tony Khan, uh, known for his passion, this is now our source ringside news. Uh, wrestling business recently experienced another Twitter debacle that hurt his reputation. This all started with a troll tweet from the USA Network account. So the USA Network is involved in this. Uh, this led to Tony Khan <laughs> posting on Twitter to defend his booking decision and his company. He points out a double standard drawing comparison between Jinder Mahal's win-loss record and the record of Hook, the AEW world champion contender. So, can I say something that has not been touched on? Go for it. I think him putting Hook on a pedestal like that, the first person who's going to be upset about that is Taz. I don't think Taz wants Hook to be involved in all this bullshit. And he wants Hook to earn his shit going all the way to the top. And the fact that Tony Khan brought his guy, Hook, which is he's building him to be the future of the company, to try to put him on the same pedestal as as Jinder Mahal and, and, and the former WWE champion, legitimate uh, professional wrestler. Not that Hook isn't, but Hook is a lot more green right now. He's a lot more on the preliminary stages. I just think that is hurting Hook a little bit more than it's hurting Jinder. Uh, and I think Taz would probably be upset if I was Taz. Well, I don't know how Taz feels. And I'm not going to pretend to know how, how he feels because I think Taz tries to remove himself yeah. emotionally from situations like this. And I I do feel like he does a good job on a side note from commentating on his matches to when they ask him questions about situations like this. I feel like he does a very good job at um, not becoming too personally invested and um, cheering for Hook just for the fact, or lobbying for Hook just for the fact because it's his son. Yeah, I think he does his very best to remain neutral despite his personal feelings, and I applaud him for that. Yeah, because, I mean that, that that's how it should be. Yeah, I mean at the end of the day, your son's a professional wrestler. Um, he's got to go through all the bumps and bruises that you did to yep. earn his stripes. Yeah, and um, as the Iron Sheik says. Pay your dues. Yeah. And, um, paying, but this is not really a paying of a due situation. Well, it's partly paying a dues because, look, at the end of the day, like, what Tony Khan did is kind of putting a negative effect on Hook's name, but, um, inadvertently. Yeah. But, you know, part of that is today's, um, part of being a professional wrestler today, as yeah. well as any celebrity or so forth is being able to deal with all this stuff and not get involved and let it roll off your back. And I yeah. think if anything, Taz has probably given his son advice and saying, look, people are going to be making this talk. Don't let it affect you. Yeah. Just go about your day, handle your business, and continue to do your job to the best of your ability. Um, yeah, and Taz was one of those guys. Yeah, he wasn't the one to get involved in the politics. He was just heads down. He would just go uh, suplex machine. Um, but yeah, I, I just that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. Tony, however, Tony, we've we, we've talked about this. Tony needs to start acting more like the owner of an organization, yeah. rather than a fan and yeah. a friend. Yeah, yeah, because this is. A primary example of how 
an owner is marking out for his own booking. First of all, Tony Khan, you fucking mark. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> first of all, MJF, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to MJF. <laughs> but you're bringing up records. We all know that these records are, Fic you know, they're fiction. fictional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're a part of the storytelling. That was booking. my beef. That's my beef with the Hall of Fame. It's the same thing. It's just you put in who you and want. It's you know, like you put that record, you put it in there, and you know, like uh, yeah. in predetermined matches yeah. to generate this record. Yeah, and you're telling me that like in a world where the matches are predetermined yeah. that you're trying to promote this record as Legit. superiority yeah. and a legitimate reason <laughs> why Hook, which no disrespect to him, very young and great talent, um, has a bright future ahead of him. Um, but you're using that as to why he should be booked over Jinder Mahal. Somebody who, regardless of his record, has paid his dues in this business. Yeah, he has. He got fired by WWE, and he <laughs> yeah. had to go earn his earn it back. Yeah, um, earned his stripes. Yeah, and not only that, the record should have nothing to do with the booking. Yep. If you look at what's transpired, yeah, Jinder Mahal in the last week has become more talked about <laughs> than most of the people on the AEW roster in their entire career. Right. Right. They made this match a big deal. A match that, Tony Khan, you are alleging should not be such a big deal. The WWE has done their job correctly. They've created a person, according to you, has more title runs than wins in the last year. Yeah. According to, you know, paraphrasing your words, Tony Khan. You're right. They've turned that guy into the talk of the town. Yeah. People are actually genuinely interested in the Jinder Mahal versus Seth Rollins match, which prior to last week, we probably wouldn't have been able to say the same thing. Yeah. Shout out to The Rock, by the way, for the rub and yeah. the assist. But regardless, that's that's proper booking. Yeah. This is how wrestling is done. Tony, what how wrestling is not done is for you to mark out over your own company's booking and... And freaking going to Twitter wars on AEW, um, you know, on the AEW Twitter. I don't know if it was on, I forget, was his personal Twitter or the AEW Twitter, but it doesn't matter. You're going to war with like, like the network. It's not even the, it wasn't even the WWE's direct Twitter. Right. It, what was it? It was Fox. Um, no, it was US, USA Network. USA Network. Yeah. So it was it, it was indirectly being done by yeah. the USA Network, and then you're going to war and like having Twitter battles with people where it makes no sense. You're having Twitter battles with Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff doesn't even work in the business anymore. He's being a bit yeah. He was he's being an online version of Eric Bischoff, right? <laughs> like with the spoiling of Mick and, Foley's title match. And so many wrestlers got involved. I think that even Tony Khan even got embarrassed. By Disco Inferno. Disco Inferno made a comment on there. I, and I can't remember the comment, but Disco Inferno oh my God. made Tony Khan look like an ass. And see, now you got me sounding like 
Jim Cornette and <laughs> AEW, they can't even book a match right. You got a fan who was playing with wrestling action figures as a child and now thinks that he can book wrestling matches. Shout out to our boy Jason yeah, out baby. there, by the way. I only do a half-assed version of Jim Cornette. I try my best, but that man does Jim Cornette to the T. Yeah, he does. I'm sorry I missed the... the um, <laughs> You know, the Iron Claw episode. Yeah. We're going to have to do another oh, yeah. um, episode with Jason. I hope he's doing well. Jason Acevedo, we want you back Mr. on, baby. Avocado. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sheik, what do you think of Jason Avocado? <laughs> let's, not, let's not do that, right? Let's just stick to Tony Khan. At AEW, where they can't book matches if their life depended on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You let the top talent in your company walk because you felt your life was threatened. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, he was. I love, uh, uh, you know what? Uh, I don't always agree with Jim Cornette, yeah. but I love his taste. And he gets so animated yeah. and so, has so much rage <laughs> for like the way Tony Khan books stuff. But it's justified, like we're talking right now. Right. Well, you, Vince McMahon would never do this. Nope, nope. Vince nope. McMahon never do this. I, you know, like I actually listened to like Jim Cornette talk about this too, yeah. just to do more research for this episode. Right. The one thing that they said, and it holds true, is you can say whatever you wanted about Vince, and believe me, you can say a lot because WWE has no shortages of scandals in its history. Yeah. But no one would ever talk this way about Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon carried himself like a boss. Mm -hmm. And Vince McMahon would never get involved in petty things like this. No, no, no. You're the owner of a top promotion that's competing with the big boys right now. Yeah. Or at least you think you're one of the it, big boys. Yeah. And you're on Twitter arguing with retired wrestlers and backstage personnel and CEOs. Yeah, and Booker T. <laughs> and Booker T. <laughs> yeah. Sucker. You're And you're out there throwing temper tantrums like a petulant child. Come on, oh. Tony. Oh, now, now my Jim Cornette's really coming out. <laughs> I feel like Jim Cornette right now. We all feel it right now. Uh yeah, so Tony needs to get hit in the head with a tennis racket so he can get his uh, thoughts in order. Man, I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> Honestly, in a way, it's helped gender because gender is now the talk of the talk of the week. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. They, they, it had the opposite effect. Remember WCW? Oh my God, I know where you're going. When with they this. gave away yeah. the winner of the main event on Raw, yeah, with Mick Foley winning the title, and everyone tuned in anyway. <laughs> this is what Tony Khan is doing. Do yeah. you not learn from history? Yeah. Do you not watch WCW? You, you're, you're Mark. We know you know all the wrestlers. You had to watch that program. What are you doing, Tony Khan? I know. You're what are you doing? You're messing around and thinking you're Nick Khan for a second. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> not only that, like, how are you going to bash on another, um, another fellow person that shares, I don't know, a similar background to yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... I don't want to. I don't want to generalize because I don't know for a fact if you you both have connections to India. No, I think Tony Khan is Pakistani, if I'm not mistaken. Because well, then that probably would ex explain yeah. why there's the the hate there. But Tony Khan, <laughs> put that shit aside and uh, 
Like, yeah. conduct yourself like a business owner, right, okay? Right. Yeah. Nobody would have ever done this to Vince. Nobody does this to Triple H. You know why? Because they go around and they carry themselves as people who actually run an organization. That's right. You're, you're still acting like you're at home playing with your action figures and booking on whether or not the Ultimate Warrior is going to go over the Repo Man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh I think this will eventually go by the wayside, and and it's if, if Tony's smart, he'll stop interacting and just leave it alone. People keep telling him to do it. Yeah. He doesn't listen. Yeah, he doesn't listen. And he thinks he's doing he, more harm. Than, I mean, he thinks he's doing more good than harm. Yeah, but it's the opposite. And like Tony, you gotta start listening to people. You gotta put people in your organization, surround yourself yeah. with people that know what they're doing. Yeah, Tony Khan's at a place right now where I think he thinks he knows better than yep. the people who have been in this business. And that's not to say that Tony does everything wrong. There mm -hmm. are things that I like that Tony does in his company. Mm -hmm. I think AEW is, um, you know, is full of chock full of talent yep. has great potential. They've managed to generate some real stars mm -hmm. in the past five years. But it'd be a shame to see that all go to waste because you're making some pretty, you know, now noticeable mistakes. I mean, I don't know. I if, want them to yeah. succeed because of when course. the companies are competing, we get a better product on yeah. both sides. 100%. And uh, I think, honestly, I don't think this is going to cause a big drop in AEW stock. But uh, it's just it just shows that he's marking out for the stories. And it's uh, it's it's just gotta. He's just gonna probably learn from this, hopefully, grow from it, and don't continue to make the same issue and mistake. Um, but anyway, I think I think it was a fun little thing. I'm I'm glad for Jinder because Jinder, I feel like, is legitimate, um, and he deserves to be in the uh storylines um on a consistent basis. Um, whether it's for the world title or not, that's a different uh discussion. But I could see him being a big threat to uh winning the intercontinental title from gunther like he could be built that way he could be pushed to do that he could be the thing is there's a lot they could have done with jinder mahal even post title run yeah um i could go on all day about this do i i mean i have my opinions on the quality of his matches during the title run whether he should have been put there in the first place yeah but the fact is he was yeah for whatever reason i don't care what reason you want to say he was there he was there yep at that point the guy's not a jobber. No. The guy doesn't even have the look of a jobber, no. okay? Should he be a world champion multiple times? I don't know. That's up for debate. Yeah. Uh, it's been years since his first title run. Maybe he's even better in the ring. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. But I will say this. Like, it's pointless to have done what they did with Jinder Mahal, which is basically pluck him out of nowhere, yep. shoot him to the stars, and then bring him flat down. Right. If you built a star, one would think that even if he's not in the world title picture anymore, that you at least keep him around because now the guy has some credibility. Yeah. And you can keep him in the mid card, have some quality matches. Yeah. And then, you know, you know, I'm not gonna lie, Junior deserves it. Whether or not he's one of my favorite wrestlers or not, the guy has done his job. Yeah, he's paid he's his dues. He's a solid worker. Yeah. And even without a title, at least put him in some legitimate competitive matches. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get much worse than 3MB. So, I mean, yeah. if he did that for you, at least throw the guy a bone. Right, you know? right. Um, 
as far as the booking is concerned, again, clearly we can see who's benefited yeah. and who's not. And that's not to take anything away from Hook, but... Um, right. Hook is if, on his own ascend, and then I think they just need to leave that alone. But see, that's the thing. That's why Tony Khan shouldn't have gotten involved. Yeah, yeah. Because now you put yourself in a situation where you've built up this main event. Right. And if for some reason that Hook versus Samoa Joe match is not competitive, yeah. you'll be eating crow. You'll have put your foot in your mouth, yep. and it's not going to look good for you. In no. retrospect, this is going to be worse than what it is right now. Yeah. It's not going to make you or your company look good. Yeah. And you're going to make your competition look like a million bucks. Yes. Look, Jinder could get squashed on Monday. Oh, nah, but he could. And the WWE could walk away unscathed just because of the way that they've built this match and the way that they've uh, presented themselves and justified their booking. Yeah. You know, it's... it's Yeah. I think... Uh... No, I'm excited for that match. It's like a rematch, and you know, like almost 15 years later, from NXT days uh, between Seth and Jinder, uh, they had their match. Then this is kind of a rematch. Uh, I think that one was for the NXT title, and now it's for the uh, the WWE Championship. So um, we shall see what goes on on Monday Night Raw. The time of the recording of this is the Sunday before. uh, the Raw on uh, the 15th of January. Um, oh, hell, do I have to tune in to AEW again? You do, you do. You got definitely do, Jim. And then what you're going to... I have f- to watch Tony Khan play with his action figures then, again. No, he won't do that this time. You know why? Because Hook is going to be wrestling basically what his father was. And that's the, that's what Jamoa Joe has been compared oh, to. Oh, hell, I don't even know if they know what they're doing over there in that <laughs> company. Well, you know what? We need to... I got to go to a Wendy's drive-thru and get myself something to eat. Hey, listen. Yeah, you should. I knew you were into redheads this whole time. But um, also... That's besides the fact. (laughs) But Tony Khan needs to learn how to book at AEW. Yeah, and he... I I, I have faith. I I, I can't do this injustice anymore. Jason, come back on the show and goddamn do Jim Cornette so I can laugh my That's right. Jason uh, Acevedo, we'll get you back on for show, baby. Um, Avocados belong in California, by the way. (laughs) Not Chicago, but... uh, (laughs) That's uh, the deep dishes. Hell yeah, which we will will beat up soon. Um, Deep dish uh, Chicago is the best pizza. Fight me about it. I don't even give a damn. (laughs) Um, But yeah... So Rumble is in a couple weeks, 13 days. Speaking of Taz, uh, it's in 13 days from now. Um, it is going to be um, uh, spectacular. I feel that there's a lot of surprises that could happen at Rumble. I don't know if there's going to be any more surprise returns. I think they've kind of exhausted that with already the people. Uh, who I don't returned. know. Maybe, maybe because there are more people leaving AEW. They are. They oh, are. by the way. You're, I, I forgot to mention this. This is just a side note. We won't spend too much time on yeah. this. But it's the, we're getting close to the close of the show. Yeah, yeah. I thought you could use some good news. Let's go. You love that graveyard called TNA. Hell yeah, I do. TNA, TNA. just recently had their um, hard to kill yep. pay-per-view. Yep. And guess who debuted? Yes. Nick Namath, baby. He's in, in TNA now and he cut a promo. Did you hear the promo? I didn't hear the promo yet. I haven't had a chance to hear the promo. Yeah. 
we uh we will we will we will uh comment on that promo on the next episode but um apparently he got a lot off his chest that's what i've read so but he's uh, straightened his hair he has straightened his hair and he's become more of this vigilante badass nickname which i like uh he's not the dolph ziggler show off anymore right he's i wonder what they're gonna rename the zigzag that's true that's true what would they link isn't that just a uh it's the uh, what do they call that? The the wind. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know. Yeah, what it is. yeah. It's uh, it's like a variation. But uh, we shall see. We shall see. That's it's exciting. One of those moves where like I can't even remember the name. Like the Tanjaha McKay. Yeah. I just call it the Taz mission. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But like Taz uh, calls it the Tanjaha McKay. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, no, but um, because that's its actual name. It's right. from Japan. But yeah. he named they named it the Taz mission. Hook actually uses it now. Yeah, he but, does. Um, what does Hook call it? Now? Red Rum. Red it? Rum. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, Red yeah, Rum. Yeah. Um, that being said, um, yeah, no. Um, hopefully, TNA in its newly rebranded. Yeah. Um, actually, TA now. No, TA. <laughs> I'm going chic on now. You got to put the nicknameth N in the middle of TNA because now he's yeah. going to be the N that represents. Yeah, no, but yeah. Hopefully, they do something with him that. Um, WWE failed to capitalize. Yeah, on, and so. that is a uh, a long, a, lo- a longer title ru- run. TNT Championship. I, I could see, TNA Championship. Sorry, I could see him. Uh, I could see him holding that. Uh, you know, uh, there's there's a lot there. He can breathe new life into TNA. Um, bring some of the TNA originals. Do some programs with them. Uh, I like it. I'm happy for him. Uh, and maybe he shows up in AEW too, because those two companies work together. So we'll see what happens with that. Maybe, maybe they haven't been doing it as much since ROH got acquired. Yeah, that's true. That is true. But anything possible. Anything is possible. What do you think is possible? What's going to happen at Mania? What's going to happen at Royal Rumble in a couple weeks? Uh, who's coming out? Is the Royal Rumble winner on the women's side, which we didn't even talk about? But we will. I'll make a prediction right now. We'll go into detail maybe in another episode. Yeah, we will. We will. Uh, I've already made my men's prediction. I already told Punk. So CM Punk. I yeah. predicted Punk will do, win the male okay. um, match. Male Royal Rumble match. Yeah. And for the female, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say that Bailey wins. Bailey. Wow. Okay. I can see that. Bailey winning. She hasn't had a title run in a long time, so she. There is two contenders legitimately that I feel could win that Royal Rumble without somebody throwing a swerve, but I'm gonna go with Bailey. Okay. The other contender that I could see if it wasn't Bailey, which is not my prediction, just going out as a contender, would be Nia Jax. Okay, so you say Nia Jax. I was thinking about that. I think it might be. Bailey, I can agree with you that could be Bailey, but it's gonna come off as a heel move that she'll win, but she'll still get a pop. I think. I think Bailey is ready to become a good good person again, a, a face. Um, but what I think is gonna happen is Becky Lynch and Nia Jax are gonna be the last three, one of the two of the last three with Bailey, and I think those two's rivalry has already been established. They're gonna go at it, and I think that's when Bailey will come and and kind of swerve and throw both of them out to to capture the 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 win. So I agree with you that it could be Bailey. I I was thinking for a minute that it could be uh uh Cor uh what's her name? The the girl that came over from uh AEW. Uh 
Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill, yeah. I thought I think it's too soon, but you were talking about um, special appearances in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. I think that's where she shows. She up. should she should show up there. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. So, but yeah, so I and we, I think she has a strong showing. Yeah, possibly eliminating a couple if big ones, a couple big ones before getting removed, and then that could set up a program with for her going forward. That's possible, you know, like. That'd be really interesting. Maybe have a program with Charlotte Flair. Charlotte or uh, yeah, Charlotte or um, what's her name? Um, Charlotte Flair doesn't seem to have a whole lot of uh, yeah opponents lined up for her at the moment. That makes sense uh, booking wise. I also like EST uh, a little a little program with the EST. EST yes, but I feel like she's still a little tied up with that. Uh, she still has some unresolved, unfinished business with damage control. Yeah, she does. So there's a possibility she still might be tied up with that program. Right. But Charlotte Flair has nothing on her plate. Right no, now. she doesn't. She's recovering too. And though. She's the she, perfect person yeah. to put someone over. Let's see if she's even uh, uh, clear to come back on by Royal Rumble, which is in two weeks. But intriguing stuff, man. Intriguing stuff. Let's see what happens. Uh, we'll do a Royal Rumble mat, uh, reaction. I uh, in a couple of weeks, but between now and then, we got some something special in, in the works. That's uh, not. It's almost in the oven. We've got we got all the ingredients. We're just putting it in the oven, um, and once it's out, you'll know. Um, but uh, keep keep your eye on Legend of Wrestling podcast. Uh, we are only getting started. We we got bigger uh, bigger plans coming up, and uh, we're going to start to put out more content. Um, that is Legend of Wrestling related, but it will be its own series of uh, Shiki uh, humbling a lot of people. So you- we're gonna put the Legend and Legend of Wrestling show. That's right. More Legend come and talk to the people, not the Jabroni. Not the Jabroni. And if you ain't down with that, we got two words for you. Suck it. <laughs> you thought I was going somewhere else. Um, but uh, but yeah, that is uh, that is our show. Episode 9 in the books. Uh, keep, give us a comment. Let us know what your thoughts are on uh, the predictions. What you think will go down with uh, from Royal Rumble through Mania. And who comes out as champion. Um, all of that. The whole nine yards. Um, hit the subscribe button. This is your boy Weapon XMC. Catch him on all social media as Weapon XMC. I'm Pej the Maniac on all social media. You said it perfect. Cameraman, zoom in. Zoom in. Tell them. Tell them what to do or if they don't subscribe. You better press the subscribe and you better follow Legend Wrestling Podcast. Otherwise, Shik Suplexu, put you in the camera clutch, break your back. Fuck your ass, and then I'll make you to be humble. But this time I forgive you. Have a good day. You suck. You suck. Fabulous, Mula. You suck. Uh, Jeff Roberts. You suck. <laughs>